What would you do if you had a friend who only called you up when they needed something? Hmm, you would cut them off, right? Well, guess what? Sometimes we are that friend. To God, when we choose to disobey him and do our own thing. On today's episode, we get into what it means to walk out our lives in obedience to God. You won't want to miss this. Navigating Life with God Season 2 and guys in total we've had 36 episodes I am always so excited just to keep doing this because it's just so amazing what God can do through you I am so excited for this episode and I just want to know before we get right into it how are you, how are you doing, how's life going How's 2021 treating you? How's work? How's life? How's school? Whatever it is you're doing, how's it going? But most of all, how's your heart? If you have not been listening in, if this is your first time, you will know, you will note that every time, every episode, I am very deliberate about asking, how is your heart? Because it is so important for us to check on our hearts, you know, check on what we are taking in, how we are feeling, why are we feeling the way we are feeling. You know, if you have been happy consistently, you know, what can you do to keep on being that way, to keep on being joyous and showing up in the right way? If you are trying to be happy, but it's something that is, you know, a little difficult for you, why is it that it is difficult you know if you are having challenges emotionally you know mentally try to get help if you cannot do it on your own but most of all pray about it ask God to guide you trust me he always shows up when we need him even when we don't need him actually he always shows up but pray and ask him for guidance and he will surely come through for you so I'm so thankful for everyone who is listening into this special epi- this episode. Well, it is special, <laughs> but yes. Um, so today's topic is <laughs> um, I'm not sure though. Uh, I think today's topic is obedience. Today's topic is obedience. Wait, I had something else in mind. But now that I thought about it, today's topic is obedience. So, one thing that I have realized that I did not know when I started this. So, when I started doing the podcast, I thought the most important thing in the whole world, whole world, is having a relationship with God. Now, (laughs) let me come back before someone says it's fine i do not need to know god that's not what i mean it is very important to have a relationship with god and everyone should have a relationship with god but one thing that i have realized is that we all have that one friend who we only serve for the you know critical moments in our lives you know when there's a problem you will call them up you know when you need help making a wise decision you will call them up but every other day it's like oh well 
it's fine <laughs> and I feel like for so many people that is God in their lives you know that is where we place God when we need help with a problem you know we call upon God when things are not going right we call upon God when you know seems like you're in a traffic jam the traffic jam of life you call upon god but on your day-to-day basis you are doing life on your own it's like i'm living my best life on my own doing things the way i want to do them and the problem with that is that we are not in total surrender i once said and i will say again we were never meant to do life on our own not at all even when we look at the Garden of Eden, we see um, Adam, everything that Adam did, whether it was the, the, the animals he was naming, it was an instruction from God. Whether it was the fruits that they were to eat or not to eat, it was an instruction from God. Adam did not just wake up and say, hey, you, you are going to be called bear, lion, cheetah, or I am going to eat this and this fruit. No, it was always an instruction from God. Because from the beginning, man was never, you know, man does not, we do not, we do not know what is really good for us even if we think we know what is really good for us i mean we can tell by some of the unwise decisions we have made in our lives you know that at in the moment when we made those decisions we thought they were actually pretty cool right so today i want us to look at um someone uh that learned to obey that walked with God because one of the most what is more important is not just having a relationship with God but it is working out the relationship with God because every relationship needs consistency I mean the difference between the people that you talk to every day and the people that you talk to once a year is the consistency levels you see a relationship will break if there is no consistency and so we cannot keep on saying well i know god but you like only talk to him on sunday you know from nine to ten and the rest of the week you're doing you and you still expect him to keep showing up in your life you know and so One of the people in the Bible who is described as having walked with God is Noah. So when you open the book of Genesis, yes, the first book of the Bible, if you went to the end, that is a big (laughs) no-no. But yeah, in the book of Genesis chapter 6, we see this very, um, very, I don't know how to describe this story in chapter 6 of Genesis. Make sure you read it. Like, don't hold back. Read it. And then you can just, you know, continue and just read the whole Bible so that, yeah, you're prepped for life. <laughs> but, yeah, when you read the story of Noah. So this story starts with such an amazing twist. I don't know. We, we see we hear the story of how angels had intercourse with humans right so they formed 
this weird breed of heroes they're described as heroes i feel like the concept of superheroes started from here don't you think so i, I really i kind of think so but anyway that's just in my head <laughs> so they they this weird breed and then this this brought out a lot of evil because they just they were so evil that the world was filled with so much evil so much evil so the bible describes noah as a righteous and perfect man so it, it was funny to me how noah was described is or is described as righteous and perfect right if you have like read everything about noah that is in the bible you know that after the flood um noah gets drunk <laughs> uncle noah gets drunk like <laughs> he stumbles on some olives you know just like make some wine <laughs> and he, he he gushes out and yeah it's an amazing story so just read the whole bible because the bible is just amazing right but yet the, he is described as a perfect man now you would think if he was perfect like he did everything in the very most perfect way but i i think that when the bible describes noah as righteous and perfect it does not relate to how he did know he did his life like he did not make any mistake no i think what the bible is trying to say is that noah was a man who was obedient to god and walked out his life with god and i think that is also something that is i don't i know that this is something that is very important and kind enough for us to understand because in us living our lives it's a continuous journey so when we are navigating this life with god we are doing it every single day you know every single day we have to walk out this life with god and no one knew and no one knew what it meant to walk every day with god he knew what it meant to be obedient to god See, I once listened to a sermon by one of my favorite pastors in the whole world, Pastor Stephanie Ike, and she said, um, she was saying, when she was reading this text, she asked God to say, is it, is it possible that Noah was the only person in the whole world who knew God? And God placed it, and God answered saying, Noah was not the only person who knew God. He was not the only person. Because, like, there must have been people who knew that there is a God, you know? It's like how there are people who know there is church, there is hell, there is heaven. There are people who knew God. But the, the Bible does not just basically or merely say Noah knew God. It says he was he was righteous he walked out his life with god every single day noah dedicated you know to god because 
it's a it's a life thing you don't it's not a part-time job you know your 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 relationship with god is not part-time it's food it's full-time it's like from from when you receive christ as your personal savior to the end and even then it doesn't stop because even when we are done with this everything we are going to throw the biggest party in heaven <laughs> but you get what i mean like there must have been other people who knew that there is some god so many of us you know may say we know god but and, and have a relationship with him but how consistent are you how obedient are you so the efficiency of a relationship is seen by the consistency that you put in are you being consistent you know sometimes it's like oh god i love you oh god i love you then tomorrow I invited for a party and you know I'm not supposed to go for that party and you know God has told you not to go for that party it's like I'll see for myself and <laughs> if you if you have watched Ariel's um, TikToks you know what I mean so it's it's that kind of thing right and so we we have to gauge our efficiency with our, in our relationship with God by how we walk with him day in day out are you responsive you know are you responsive one thing that i have learned about having a relationship with God is that you're always supposed to be open to interruption because if you look at the bible whether it's the story of abraham or moses or noah <laughs> or jonah God has this thing of interrupting our normal. Moses was doing living his best life, you know, in the wilderness, taking care of sheep. God all of a sudden tells him, I want you to go and save my people in the you know from the land of Egypt. You know, Abraham was living his best life. I know <laughs> Abraham was mourning his father. And God tells him, I want you to go to this land that you do not know, and all this and this and this and this. And so you are always supposed to be open, you know, to the move of God. How open are you? Or is it just a one-sided dialogue where you're always the one who is asking God? You're always the one who is demanding from God. But what are you open to doing for God? Not that you he benefits from what you do for him, but you benefit from what you do for him. So it's an amazing relationship. So our relationship with God gets stronger when we choose to walk out in obedience. So we have to, you know, the more you obey God, the more you see how legit he is. Like, let me let let's go back to Noah. So Noah is told to build an ark. In time, in a time when people had not seen rain, right? And Noah, Noah was so convinced that you know God was God was God. Like 
Noah was so in tune with, with, with walking out his life with God that even in a time where it had not rained for so long, he was still willing to build a big boat. If God told you to build a big boat, do it today, today we are so... <laughs> are you going to do it? <laughs> Are you going okay let, let, let me not be saying people if god tells you you see that you see that person right there maybe it's your crush god tells you go and talk to your crush like are you going to do it because sometimes it's the it's the smallest things where we are like uh god i don't think i can do that but if you bring this entire story at no point did Noah question God. And for me, that shows me that Noah had been walking with God for some time. Actually, Noah was 600 years old, guys. I also want to be 600. <laughs> I want to be 600. I, I, I want to be 600. Um, yeah, with energy and, you know, at 600, he built a, an ark, <laughs> you know? These days, if you reach 100, baby, wow. But yeah, so Noah was willing, you know, to look weird, to look crazy. But he knew that the God that he served was faithful. And so Noah had lived his life walking because you do not just get asked to build an ark from nowhere you see notice how it starts with the small things sometimes we ask ourselves mm, these people you know they can pray or these people ish they can give and you wonder how people get to certain levels and it starts with the simple obedience because when God told them to give just one coin, they were willing. I feel like in these days that we're living in, we are so concerned with money that you would find just giving, you know, as much as one coin is a big problem for some people. It's like, I can't. But if you're not willing to do that much, then what more the God that gives you life every single day, despite your stubbornness, despite your arrogance, despite your pridefulness, but every single day. And so the fact that Noah, the fact that God saw Noah as this perfect and righteous man, shows us that for the, for the major part of Noah's life, he had lived his life, or his entire life, he had lived his life walking it out with the Lord. So, we have to be open to living our lives with God. And I think as young people, we always, <laughs> we always take it so lightly. You know, when I was young, I, I used to anticipate my death. <laughs> and at some point, I really thought it was really hard to be a Christian. So I told myself, I will repent the day I die. <laughs> oh my gosh, being a child is... 
you feed yourself all these lies and things and <laughs> and I used to tell myself so because in my head I, I was I would tell myself I'll die in a car accident. I would, I would I would die by being hit by a car. So I used to tell myself <laughs> I don't even know why. <laughs> so I would say before the car hits say god i'm sorry for everything that i've done i mean and then just like that kaboom i would go to heaven <laughs> the disappointment on my face when i knew it doesn't work like that <laughs> it's so funny but we have to be open to working out our entire lives with god we have to be open to it so uh another thing that we see is how in Noah's story in Noah's story how Noah did not you know you know that verse in the Bible that described that I think it, it is it's Romans chapter 4 verse 3 it says Abraham was Abraham was uh, a righteous man not because he was he was right in all his ways but because you know um, he believed God and that I believe is the truth even about Noah 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 was a righteous man not because everything he did was right but because he believed what God told him see you have to be willing to walk out and obedience doesn't start from the big scale of oh i want you to give one thousand dollars be open even to the little things that god tells you you know for me obedience looks like god telling god placing this topic on my heart and me feeling so disqualified because i kept on thinking but i am I don't think I have this obedience thing like in control like I don't think I'm the most obedient person but God's instruction was simply to say I want this to be the topic that you're going to you know share with my children and so it's not about oh are you the most obedient or oh are you the most perfect person but do you believe and are you able to follow the instructions that God gives unto you? Noah, you know, I, I love how the Bible even says, so God instructed Noah to say, when you're going into the ark, uh, get seven kinds, seven pairs of, unclean, of clean animals, seven pairs, seven pairs of clean animals and one pair of the unclean animals yeah get a get a female and a male from the the birds and just all different kinds of creatures right we're in the ark so and then god says because when i was reading this right so and then god says in seven days I will send a flood. So when I was reading, um, I'm like, um, so um, 
no one was supposed to find all these animals <laughs> within before like within seven days like within six days right and i'm like how what superpowers did he use but when you go on reading you find that all these animals they came to noah i feel like that's a very powerful point many times when god maybe god tells you i want you to go to to lusaka the first thing that we start thinking about is transport God, I don't have transport. I don't have. You see, we start looking at all the things that disqualify us, the things that we do not have. I, you know, God, God doesn't make up a plan like boom, kaba. How we make up plans like out of nowhere. God has. God is God who is, who was, and who will forever be. God has been there since eternity. So he will not start making a plan abruptly. He cut us for everything. And so we see how Noah did not even have to go and start, you know, chasing the animals, the lions. <laughs> and because you know, I, I was wondering, like, so he got lions, polar bears, <laughs> like, wasn't that a fight? But they came to him, which even shows that God must have tamed them. Even the walls, even the animals, even the ground, the sky obeys. You know, the sky obeys, you know, the commands of God. There is nothing in this world that is exempt from the power of God. If you tell... In the, in the New Testament, there is that um, passage that says, "If you if you tell the mountain to move, it will move." And I think many times we just think it's the mountains, like financial challenges, health problems, and whatnot. But I strongly believe that if Moses parted the Red Sea, I can move a mountain, a physical one, like. I strongly believe that because everything bows at the mention of the name Jesus. I love that there's just so much power in the name of Jesus. But in understanding that when you follow, when you follow through with what God is telling you, He provides everything, He puts everything, He aligns you with everything that you need. He aligns you with all that you need. I once heard uh, able to share uh, a story of his own life. So he was talking about a time when he just was just starting out in his music career, right? And things were not so easy for him at that time. So uh, he talks about how even though things were not easy but everything he wanted everything he needed god would somehow provide somehow provide and so one day he really needed a 1000 and he, he was so desperate for it but somehow god came through he didn't know how but somehow god made a way for him and so um, if I think a friend of his father's called him 
I, I don't know, okay. I don't even know if it was a friend of his father, but however, he got he met this rich man who says, Come through to my place. And so this man was staying in this really nice, luxurious house and whatever. And so Abel goes there and he takes a seat and they begin to talk. And so he did not want to seem to them rich man like he was struggling or he just wanted them to get money or whatever. So the man asked him, how's life going? And so he's, he started talking about how things have been rough, but God has been faithful and has been meeting every one of my needs. And you know, the man also goes like, wow, that's so true. God is always so faithful. And so Abel also told him the story about how not so long ago he needed a 1,000 and God provided. And so the rich man also tells him like, yeah, you know, something similar happens to me. It happens to me. I was also in need of, um, of, I don't know if it was a million, a million kwacha? <laughs> I don't know if it was kwacha or dollars, right? I was in need of this huge sum of money and somehow i just went to the bank and then and they are accepted to give me this amount and abel <laughs> in his head was like what like this man just dissed my story right but the whole point of what the story that he was sharing was to say god always meets us at the point of our need I think I've diverted with this story, but anyway, God always meets us at the point of our need because no matter what you need, God will always provide for your needs. And in as much as Abel would have wanted, you know, the one million dollars or quarter or whatever, God still gave him the one thousand that he needed. And the Bible tells us is that you always supply our needs and so even when you know we God says no do this do that it's not that he will let you go and now start finding stressing we are under his coverage and another thing about the story of Noah is how the Lord is the one who shut the ark door. Now for me, that also translates to coverage because it shows that God was so over this plan, this whole idea that he had covered Noah and everyone who was in the ark. And so you never, whenever you are acting on obedience, it's never to say that, oh, okay, I am going to go out and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to be on my own and God doesn't want... No. God will always cover you. He will always provide everything that you need. He will give you the requirements. You see, it's not about, oh, you know, God, what am I going to do? Let's even look at the story of Abraham. You know, Abraham would have started thinking to say, Ah, my only son. But Abraham 
understood that he had waited so many years for this same son that God miraculously gave him. And that if God was asking for his son's life, he was still able to resurrect him. He was still able to do amazing things because he is still God. What has God told you to do? What instructions, you know, has God placed upon your heart to do? Sometimes it's, I want you to call someone and pray for them. Sometimes it's, I want you to start a cell group. Sometimes it's, I want you to evangelize. Sometimes it's, I want you to give that person all your money. The things of God, I'm telling you, they will look foolish to people. I once, I once, I have this tendency of, um, <laughs> I have this tendency of losing, losing money, losing money um, when I get it, right? <laughs> I have this tendency, not, not losing, like literally like it gets lost, like money just doesn't stay in my hands. And most of the time, it's because of um, giving. So when when this when my semester started, right, I had I had some money, some money that I was supposed to use for my groceries and everything. But somehow, God always places people in my way, in my path. Adam, I feel like I feel have you ever felt compelled to give? <laughs> I always feel compelled to give. And you know it's so funny how I, I kept on giving money <laughs> like I was the richest person in the world. <laughs> like in my head I'm like, oh my gosh, I am crazy. But I always feel like it's like the Bible says it's better to give than to receive. And you know, in that, like I really did see the hand of God because God just came through for me in so many ways. But you know, in the hands of a responsible student, you would think that's the dumbest thing you can do. <laughs> How do you give, you know, your money anyhow? But sometimes the things of, you know, when you're led by God, do it. Do not let people say, oh, you know, because people always have their opinions. But there is, there is something important about being obedient. Because once you're obedient, you're under the coverage of God. In that moment, even if I would have lacked, you know, I would still go back and say, but God, I obeyed. There is something so powerful about being obedient. Walk your life out with God. Just mean there is nothing that you will gain from this world. Hell is real, but God doesn't want us, doesn't use it as a strategy to get us. God wants us to love Him wholeheartedly, and He wants us to walk out this life with Him because we love Him. Trust me, it is impossible to experience God like 
it's impossible to experience God and not love Him. If someone tells you they are holding a grudge against God, they hate God, they have not experienced God, God. Because when you experience the love, the trueness, you can be going through everything. Like, have you ever read books like Acts where the apostles are literally being stoned, being shunned? But they are still standing for the word of God because there is just something amazing. It makes you cannot even explain it. That is how amazing it is to work with God. I hope I have said something that has blessed you and helped you. And I hope that if you have not been committing today, you will commit to working out your life with God. Do not stop any do not stop being obedient no matter what people say till next week with a